Hello, hello, hello. What's up, guys? I'm Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com. We are live on YouTube. Yes, we have not done this before. Usually we go live on Facebook and then we'll transfer it to YouTube, but we're live on YouTube. So it's great to be here with you on heartlandcollegesports.com. The YouTube channel is continuing to grow. We're putting more resources there. So we appreciate you being a part of the show, subscribing to the YouTube channel as well, because we will have plenty of more content uh, coming your way on heartlandcollegesports.com. So it's great to be with you. Uh, the Pac-12 is continuing to take shots at the Big 12. Yes, that's what's happening here. Pac-12 taking shots at the Big 12 because the Pac-12 knows it's desperate. The Pac-12 knows that it's in a position where it does not have any leverage. Despite what you hear from some of the lackeys out West, like John Canzano, John Wilner, uh, Colin Cowherd, to a degree, Stuart Mandel, these guys are all Pac-12 homers, hoping like heck the league can stay together. You can probably take Cowherd out of that list. It's really more the other three. Um, but they're continuing to put out these anonymous reports that make it seem like the pac 12s great. Everything is fine. Life is good in the Pac-12. Don't you worry. Oh, you're not buying that? Oh, you, you, you're not? Oh, neither am I. I'm not buying that one either. So as I'm watching this, I'm saying to myself, of course things aren't great in the Pac-12. Why would, why would things be going well in the Pac-12? Tell me. Like, you, and you can comment on the YouTube channel. Tell me why you think there's any reason for the Pac-12 to feel good about its positioning right now. The Pac-12 should not feel good about its positioning right now. Why? Because they're getting low-balled on TV, first off, all right? They're getting low-balled on TV. They're getting 25, maybe 30 mil a year offers per team. That's not a lot of money. Big 10 is going to be 80 to 100 mil, probably over 100 mil per team per year. Same thing with uh, the SEC. And the Big 12 probably going to settle into that, I would guess, 35 to 40 million range, maybe a little more. We'll see how things play out in the next year or so. So the Pac 12's got a garbage TV offer on the table, yet they're trying. We know that Oregon and Washington are on their hands and knees begging begging for a Big Ten invite, right? You know that's happening. I know that's happening. So we're sitting here trying to make sense of all this. Uh, Stanford would probably go with Cal and Oregon and Washington to the Big Ten if they could. So if you're Arizona, if you're Arizona State, if you're Colorado or Utah, what are you waiting for? Like, are you waiting to get screwed by one of these other schools? Because even if you're like signing a deal with Oregon and Washington, you think they'll stay? Do you genuinely think that those schools will stay if the Big Ten comes calling? No, and then you're really in trouble. You're better off hooking up with the Big 12 right now and get out. You don't want to be the last man standing in this scenario. In any of these scenarios, you don't want to be the last man standing. So uh, the news coming into the weekend was an anonymous athletic director from the Pac-12 South talked to John Canzano. And what he said to Canzano was basically the Big 12 stuff is all noise. He said, I don't have time for the Big 12 noise, his words. Now, uh, this Pac-12 South AD also spoke about Arizona and said that he had had conversations with Arizona and that they were all in lockstep. So that leaves three schools, three schools that could be the schools 
that are getting talked about from or the school that's getting talked to by John Canzano. Those three schools are Utah, Colorado, or Arizona State. Those are the only options. Because the AD talked about Arizona. We know it's not going to be USC or UCLA. We know that, right? So now the question is, which one of those three ADs is talking to John Canzano and trying to make it seem like everything is fine in the Pac-12? Don't you worry. Life is good in the Pac-12. Who could it be? My gut tells me it's Arizona State, but I could be wrong. I have no, obviously, inside knowledge on that. I just know that Utah and Colorado have apparently at least played a little footsie with the Big 12 where Arizona State has publicly come out and said, why are we doing this? Everything's fine. We will uh, take your comments as well in the chat. It is great to be here on YouTube Live. This is, I don't know if this is a first for us, but it's certainly something, usually we'll go to Facebook Live, but the YouTube page has blown up the last month. So I wanted to come over to YouTube Live, have some fun with you guys here, take your comments, have the conversation as well. And I'm still learning uh, just the ins and outs of YouTube Live. I'm learning how it works, so bear with me here, uh, but I'll go through all your comments as well. Let's see what we've got in the chat line. Uh, Washington and Oregon want the most in terms of money. That's right. They want to be in the Big Ten so bad. So bad they want to be in the Big Ten. They are desperate to be in the Big Ten. All right? Um, Michael writes, <laughs> forget the arrogant left coasters. <laughs> Uh, you're not going to get a big argument from me there, Michael, but uh, I would welcome these Pac-12 teams in in a heartbeat. You know, I'd put all that stuff aside because it'd be good for the Big 12 brand and good for the Big 12 conference. If you get in Arizona, you get in Colorado, you get in Utah, and you want to find me a fourth team, whoever that fourth team is, if it's Arizona State, if it's San Diego State, uh, I think there are different ways you can go with this. I'm doing it. I think it'd be good for the Big 12. It would establish them as the clear number three in conference hierarchy behind the SEC and the Big Ten. And that's where you want to be. That's that's where the arms race is right now. Like there's two arms races going on. One is the arms race between the SEC and the Big Ten. And then you have the arms race between everybody else kind of battling for that third tier, third position. I like where the Big 12 is. Like, I don't have, I, I've never been someone that's going to, you know, BS you guys about anything. I don't see a situation, I don't see a scenario where the Big 12 ever gets itself into the echelon of the Big 10 and the SEC. But that's okay. You can have a great conference and be wildly competitive without being the SEC or the Big 10. If you are that number three conference, you're in a great spot. You are in an absolutely fantastic spot, and that's what the Big 12 goal should be right now. That's how they should be thinking, and that's how Brett Yormark should be thinking as well. Ryan writes, I still don't understand why people don't want Washington and uh, Washington State and Oregon State. At least they legitimately care about athletics, which is more than I can say about most of the remaining Pac-12 and most of the Big 10. They don't bring anything to the table TV wise as we understand it, Ryan. I, like, and you can tell me if you think that that's an incorrect assessment. But I've seen nothing to suggest that Pullman, Washington, right, is a place that, you know, is a barn burner for TV sets or that 
you know, uh, Washington fate state fans are just all over the Pacific Northwest. And they're always at a TV set, no matter what, when game time comes, like I have not heard those reports and there's been nothing to suggest that that is the case based on everything I've read, but I'm a big 12 guy through and through. I admit I can talk uh, probably on, I could go about two minutes on Washington state football, but it would be back in the Mike Leach era because when Mike Leach was there, I liked watch watching Washington state late at night, but that's kind of it. That's it. Uh, what else do we have? <coughs> Excuse me. What else do we have here on the chat for YouTube live? Uh, Michael, I believe the Big 12 is currently in a very good and fairly strong spot. It is. That's why all these reports are coming out of the uh, Pac-12 trying to scare people, trying to convince you that, no, 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 everything is fine. Everything is great in the Pac-12. Don't you worry. No, it's not. No, it's not going to be. No, it should not be. It shouldn't be. But that would be my message to all of these folks, Colorado and Arizona in particular, and Utah as well. Don't be the last one standing. Do not rely on Oregon or Washington or Cal or Stanford to look out for you because they're not going to. I promise you they're not going to. Scott writes, the Pac-12 writers are just delusional. They are. You know, one thing last year, you know, we run this site at heartlandcollegesports.com. We cover the Big 12. It's something I've been doing for a, uh, over a decade now, but the site has been about eight years. And the site came to be, I was working in Oklahoma 10 years ago in radio. And then I went to New York where I was working in radio as well, in sports radio. Now we're based out of Kansas City. I do a radio show here. And um, then I run this website and run this operation as well. And I started this whole thing because I knew that the Big 12 would not get the respect and had not been getting the respect from national media that it should. That's how this site came to be. And you saw that through conference realignment every single time. No respect for the Pac-12. It's dead. It's over. It's done with. Now, the reverse is happening to the Pac-12. And how many national media are calling the Pac-12 dead? Not many. A year ago, the Big 12 was dead. Pac-12, oh, late night TV. Oh, it's the only option late at night. That's what they all did. Every single one of them. And when our conference, the Big 12, was on death's door, we were honest with you. We said, it's not looking great, but here are the good things the Big 12's doing behind the scenes to try to make this happen. Bob Bowlesby going after ESPN. That was a thing of beauty. I mean, that was, oh, Bob. That was Bob Bowles. Oh, I, I still... Love thinking about Bob Bowlesby just letting it rip at ESPN and just firing back at them and calling them the liars that they reportedly were being at the time. I loved everything about that from Bob Bowlesby. And then they went out there and they got the four best options on the table, a national brand in BYU, um, a sleeping giant in UCF, a football college football playoff contender and participant in Cincinnati, and another team right in the heart of the Big 12 country in Houston that has big donors, Tillman Fertitta, other folks willing to do whatever it takes to compete at the highest level. That's what they did. What is the Pac-12 doing? What have they done in the last month plus since all this broke? Nothing. The Big 12, think about where the Big 12 was by now. The Texas-Oklahoma news happened in late July, right? That was late July. 
by September 10th, I believe was the official day that they invited the four new teams to the league. It's about five, six weeks. We're about five, six weeks out from the USC UCLA news and nothing has happened in the Pac-12. Nothing. They have not done anything. Why? Outside of use their friends in the media to try to convince you everything's fine. There's not even been rumors about them really going shopping anywhere outside of George Klievkov saying, yeah, I might go shopping in the Big 12. George, what are you smoking, man? Seriously. Josh says, let's go get Utah, San Diego State, Arizona, Colorado. I've heard that combination, and I'm very much open to it, Josh. Very much open to it. If Arizona State's going to drag its feet, Arizona, Colorado, Utah, San Diego State, they have a new stadium there at San Diego State. There's a lot of good things happening at San Diego State. So uh, they've got money out there. It opens up a great top 20 media market. Uh, culturally, I know it's California, but San Diego culturally uh, does have similarities to many parts of Big 12 country. So I'd be very open to that. Very open to that. Also saying, um, Michael writes, SMU can be the Pac-12's Texas connection. Let them have SMU. I mean, I I, I wouldn't really quite get that, but I don't see any way that SMU is a fit for really anybody at this point. I, I just, you know, last year was the chance for the Pac-12 to penetrate Texas with Big 12 teams. They didn't do it. They did not do it. Also, this on the chat, uh, Big 12 needs to look into Washington State, see how much TV market they get in Seattle. I don't think it's a lot. I Just based on the reporting that we've seen, no one's talked about two teams Washington State and Oregon State. And I got to believe there's a reason that those two teams have been left out of the equation. Got to believe that. Uh, this is, I, I'm digging YouTube Live. I don't know about you guys. I'm digging, I didn't know what kind of feedback we get on YouTube Live, but I'm digging it. I, we are all in on you. I mean, the podcast is doing great. If you're on iTunes, we had Phil Steele on the show this past week. Uh, that's not going to be on YouTube, but we, we had a podcast conversation with Phil Steele. You can go listen to that. Wherever you get your podcast, just subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify and everywhere else. But this is, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. Uh, Scotty says the AC is locked up for a while. You know, Tim Brando told us on our show a couple of weeks ago that the grant rights for the ACC may be flimsier than people let on. Dan Patrick had a report this week that he believes the SEC is going to go after Clemson. Florida State and Miami at some point. And I'm starting to buy into this idea that the grant of rights in the ACC, which is through 2036, is not as strong as people are making it out to be. Because like anything else, you get the lawyers involved, all right, and suddenly the game has changed. You get the attorneys involved, the game has changed. And when push comes to shove, with the amount of money that's going to be on the line, we're talking tens of millions of dollars a year for uh, these ACC teams. If they were to somehow finagle their way into the SEC, it's a complete game changer. Like, I don't know what's going to happen here. It's the Wild West. We all understand that. We all know that. There's no sign of it slowing down unless you want to get there's reports that the federal government could get involved. And, you know, 
there's not much the government getting gets involved with that ends up getting better. Let's be honest. So I have a hard time seeing that play out with the government for the better when it comes to college athletics and conference realignment. I just have a very difficult time seeing that happen. But it is great to be here with you guys. Uh, the Texas sign is up. Some of you gave me a hard time because I, I didn't have the Texas sign yet. I was just waiting on the Texas sign. That's it. Just waiting on it. All right. So we got all 10 Big 12 teams represented now in the Heartland College Sports Studios. We'll add four more, of course, next year. And then eventually Oklahoma and Texas will be uh, gone. But uh, it is all coming along here. We are adding a lot of video content this season. So we hope that you'll be joining us on heartlandcollegesports.com. Subscribe to this YouTube page. We so appreciate you being here. We, uh, geez, I think we're about 100 away from 1,000 subs, which considering we were at only a couple hundred just you know, a few weeks ago, uh, the thing is growing really fast. So subscribe to the show. We so appreciate you guys being here. I want to make sure I got all the comments uh, that are worth bringing up. Pete, it's amazing how the Big 12 owns the brain space in the Pac-12's tilted mind. That is true. The Big 12 is taking up a lot of uh, a lot of space between the ears of folks in the Pac-12, and that means they are scared. That means they are worried. They can put out this facade. They can put on this show of everything's fine. It reminds me of that meme where it's like everything's fine, and then the guy's hair is on fire. I mean, that's that's what the Pac-12 is right now. That's what's going on. Appreciate you guys being here. Subscribe to the show, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.